Welcome to Truth Time, where you'll get a shot of the truth with no chaser. And now your Truth Time host, Trey Searcy. All right, today we're going to be addressing the gift of speaking in tongues. The gift of speaking in tongues. What were they? What were tongues? Well, from the get-go, from the very start of this study, let's get one issue out of the way. In the Bible, tongues, the word tongues in your Bible is used to describe two things. Either the physical tongue that is in your mouth, or an earthly language that people speak. Now, let me say this again, because there's a lot of confusion about this subject. In the Bible... In Scripture, tongues are used to describe two things, either the physical tongue that is in your mouth or an earthly language that people speak. That's it, plain and simple. And I'll prove this with the Scriptures. Tongues are established earthly languages, nothing more. Nowhere in Scripture, not even one single place has ever described tongues as being some sort of uh, heavenly language that only God understands. Nowhere. Everyone has their opinion. They like to offer up conjecture, but very little facts. Their opinions outweigh and override the truth. Today, let's try to traffic in truth, not man's opinion. We're not concerned with what the Episcopalians, Baptists, Lutherans, uh, Church of God, Catholics, Pentecostals, Church of Christ. I don't care what any of them think about it. I'm interested in what Scripture says. In Acts chapter 17, verse 11, those of Berea received the word with all readiness of mind. And what did they do? They searched the Scriptures daily to find out if what they were hearing was true or false. Now, is that your attitude? Do you want to learn something, or do you already know it all? I've had to rethink some things. I've had to go back to the Scriptures. I've had to consider what Paul said and rightly divide the word of truth. Look at Mark chapter 7, and uh, here let's look at verses 33 through 35. Jesus traveled to the uh, coast of Decapolis, and there was a, a man that was deaf and had a speech impediment. Jesus took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers in his ears, and, and he spit and, and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said unto him, Ephatha, that means be opened. And his ears were opened, and he began to speak plain. Did you get that? Key word, plain. He began to speak plain. Next, we see the word tongue in Mark sixteen sixteen. Here Christ said, These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. The quote, new tongues, Christ is speaking of, is languages. Earthly tongues. Earthly languages. If you only know English, but you learn Spanish, then you now have the ability to speak in a new tongue. Get it? English would be your old tongue. Spanish would be your new tongue. In Luke 16.24, we find the word tongue being used to describe the physical tongue. 
And by the way, the word tongue in your Bible, not in the next church throwdown, but in your Bible, you know, that book you claim to believe, well, as I said earlier, it's always used as the physical tongue or an earthly language. A physical tongue or a known or unknown earthly language. But never is it used as an unintelligible language that no one but God understands. And if you don't believe it, fact check me for yourself. Don't compare preacher to preacher. Compare scripture with scripture. Here we read Luke 16, 24. Here we read, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. Again, this speaks of the physical tongue. Now let's move on. This is Truth Chime Radio and we're trying to uncover the truth and find out if what we hear in some of the churches today are actual tongues of the Bible or not. Can what we hear today be supported with scripture or does it have man's fingerprints all over it? John chapter 5 verse 2. Let's go there. John chapter 5. Get your Bible. Let's look. Look with me. John chapter 5 verse 2. If, if you're driving, I know you can't look, but uh study this for yourself when you get home. John chapter 5 verse 2. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda having five porches. Clearly, this usage of the word tongue is a language, both a known language and a unknown language, depending on who the person was. For someone back there that knew Hebrew, it would be a known language. For someone who did not know Hebrew, it would be an unknown language. Moving on. Acts chapter 1, verse 19. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem, insomuch as the field is called in their proper tongue, Akeldama, that is to say, the field of blood. Proper tongue. Again, it's a world language, an established earthly language. So let's be clear as to what biblical tongues were. Tongues in the Bible was the gift of articulating the gospel in several different languages that you have never learned, or had been able to speak prior. Today, let's say you're an English-speaking person who only knows that one language, English, but God supernaturally allowed you to speak the gospel to a non-English-speaking person so that they might understand what you were saying. That would be likened to what went on in Bible times. For instance... Look with me in Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 and verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, if this were happening today, the Spirit would give you utterance that would supernaturally allow you to speak Paul's gospel to a non-English speaking person so that they might understand what you were saying. But for some unknown reason, here is where many drive the train plumb off the track. For some reason, here is where many decide that the word tongue no longer means an earthly language, but a special heavenly language for only a select few to speak and understand. Scripture doesn't support this, but they do it anyway. 
Let's read on. Acts chapter 2, verse 8. Acts chapter 2, verse 8. And how hear we every man in our own language wherein we were born? Hear the question? The question is, how is it that we're hearing every man in our own tongue wherein we were born? This is about earthly languages. Verse 11. Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues, the wonderful works of God. So what are tongues for? Are they a mysterious prayer language that only me and God understands? According to man and his religion, yes. According to God and his word, no. And that's what we're proving here today on Truth Time. Now what you do with it, that's up to you. But you'll have plenty of scriptural evidence, proof, after today. Okay, Acts 10.45. Let's turn there. Acts chapter 10, just a few pages over. Acts chapter 10 and verse 45. Here the Bible says, And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now here's the evidence. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Now this is not what's going on at your church. They heard them speak an earthly language. One that they had previously not known. It was unknown. An unknown tongue. An unknown language. We also see the word tongues used in Acts chapter 19 and verse 6. Here we can read plain, simple 6th grade English from a King James Bible that says, When Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Well, there's no way you could speak in tongues and prophesy if you're speaking in a language no one understands. All it says here is that the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Nothing about a language from God out of heaven that only you and him can talk back and forth with each other, and uh, it's just not here. And if we stick to God's word and not man's tradition, we know from all previous verses that we just got through reading that tongues mean languages, plain and simple. So when the Holy Ghost came on them, what really happened? What really happened is they began to speak in other languages that they had never learned, and this was the supernatural gift from God. The gift was to suddenly be able to speak in another tongue that you had never spoke before in your life. If you stick to the scriptures and not man's traditions or your feelings, then you have no choice, no wiggle room here, to try to twist this to mean anything other than what it actually means. Anything other than what it is. World languages. Languages of the world and not heavenly languages as some want to try to stuff into these passages. You can't pull it from the passages. It has to be pushed in. Now, don't get upset with me because I'm rocking your boat full of tongues. I'm just reading the words on the page. And if you're following along, then so are you. We again see the word tongues being used. Let's go there. Acts chapter 21. We again see the word tongues being used here in the book of Acts. Uh, let's look here. Long, uh, down here about verse, verse 40. Here, the authority on the subject, 
God himself says this. This is what he's, not what the church says, not what the denomination says, not what your religion says, which by the way, this is a good place to insert this, all world religions claim to speak in tongues, even Satan worshipers. Okay, you can go to a satanic worship service and it'll sound like some of the churches. They claim they're speaking in tongues too. Acts chapter 21 verse 40. And when he had given him license, Paul stood on the stairs and beckoned with his hand unto the people. And when there was made a great silence, he spake unto them in the Hebrew tongue. He spake to them in the Hebrew tongue. This simply means the Hebrew language. Are you starting to get this? Do your own research and you'll find that the word tongues and the word languages are interchangeable. If you start with this premise, the Bible begins to unfold right before your very eyes. It becomes easy to understand. When doctrines of men, when denominations and religions don't have a chance to stuff something in there where it don't belong, the Bible's pretty plain. Listen, tongues are world languages and no amount of lifelines can get you out of this truth. Let's keep reading. You see, truth jumps off the pages at you when you leave man out of the picture. Okay, Acts 26. Let's go to Acts 26 as we continue to unfold this truth. Are tongues and languages interchangeable, as I just said? If I cannot prove it, then we'll throw that out. Acts chapter 26 and verse 14. And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Now there's God speaking to Paul in the Hebrew tongue, not a private language, but in the Hebrew tongue. Let's go to Romans. This truth ought to be clear for you today. Let's move over as we continue to find this truth. Let's move on and go over here to Romans chapter 14. Romans chapter 14 and verse 11. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. Tongues and languages are interchangeable. You can go to some church services and hear the so-called tongues. You can even turn on your television. Tell a vision. That's all you're really getting. Someone telling you a vision. Tell a vision. But we want truth. And everywhere in the Bible, except when talking of the physical tongue, everywhere, prove this for yourself, everywhere in Scripture that the word tongues is used, it is speaking of languages. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Here we'll find this again. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. To another, the working of miracles to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another divers kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. If you have divers kinds of tongues, that would be plural, many, then you would need interpretation of those many tongues. 
That's all Paul's saying here. Still, we have not, we've yet to find what you hear in churches today. So if someone were given divers kinds of tongues, divers basically meaning various, it means that they were given the ability to speak in more than one earthly language. Understand that? Remember back in Acts chapter 2, it said the multitude came together and were confounded because every man heard them speak in his own language. Please do note that not even one man said that he heard anyone speak in a heavenly language, but rather at Pentecost, every man, the Bible says, every man heard them speak in his own language. This is Truth Time Radio. Today we're searching diligently, trying to find, trying to uncover just where it is in God's Word where anyone ever spoke in anything other than a known earthly language. It might have been unknown to the speaker prior to speaking it, but it was known by someone on earth because it was a earthly language. Today, I submit that the gift was to suddenly be able to speak a language that you had no prior knowledge to. That was the gift. Let's go to the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 7. And uh, here, let's look. Look with me, if you're able to. Get your Bible. Look at verse 9. After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Did you get that? All nations and kindreds and people and tongues. That's languages. Earthly languages. Tongues and languages are interchangeable. Unless it's speaking about the physical tongue that's in your mouth, tongues and languages are interchangeable in your Bible. With that in mind, there's no way you can confuse anything. I I don't care what verse it is you want to take me to. You cannot confuse this word of truth if you understand that. As we see, still no trace of the word tongues being used to describe a so-called heavenly language. The verse simply says, All nations, 
and kindreds and people and tongues. This describes various people from various nations speaking various languages. That's all. You remember in Acts chapter 2, there were about 16 different nations being represented. Well, let's turn there. You're listening to Truth Time Radio. This is a Bible study program. Bible study requires an open Bible. If you're driving, when you get home, look this program up in the radio archives, and you can do that at truthtimeradio.com. That's truthtimeradio.com. Don't start the program without an open Bible. I'm not here to talk you into anything. Anything I can talk you into, someone else can just as easily talk you out of. I'm here to get you into God's Word so that you can discover these truths on your own. And if you're testing me like you should be, you should test everything you hear, by the way. If you're testing me like you should be, you're starting to see some things. In Acts chapter 2, let's look here, Acts chapter 2, starting at verse 9. Here you can find all the nations that were represented at Pentecost. Okay, look at it. See the, see those? See those nations? They're all right there. And in verse 8 we read, And how we hear every man in our own language wherein we were born. They were amazed that they could hear every man in their own language wherein they were born. They were understanding these people that they were not supposed to understand. So it's not about going to a church service where you can't understand what you hear. It's actually about understanding what you hear. It's plain to the ear. It's clear. It's not confusion. Here we see it list all the places that were, that were represented that day at Pentecost. And now think about it. How hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born. The word tongues here is clearly a language. It's an earthly language, not a language from outer space. Not a language spoken on another planet. No, a language that is spoken somewhere right here on earth. Listen, God has never authorized what we hear today. This is simply people, and most are well-intentioned, okay? People who are trying to reproduce what happened at Pentecost. But it comes out in peeps and mutters. In making the connection, the argument, if you will, that tongues are nothing more than languages, please follow the study method that God has ordained, not man. Follow the pattern that God laid out for us. The way he laid it out for us to study his word. One that is rarely followed. It's one that tells us to compare spiritual with spiritual. Compare scripture with scripture. In doing so, we can track down the truth of the matter. Is tongue some strange utterance that no one in the world has ever heard before? Or is it a world language that you've just never heard before? Or perhaps you've heard it, but you just never learned it. Let's rely on God's word for our answer. As we continue the investigation, Acts chapter 2 and verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, compare that. Look at it, please. Compare that to verse 6. This is clear. Now, when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. Do you see it? 
This, this makes things plain. Did you catch it or did you miss it? Your denomination is fine with you missing it, but I'm not. I want you to see this for yourself. Here in my Bible, in, in verse 4, I have underlined, speak with other tongues. And then down a couple of verses here in verse 6, these two that we're comparing here, I have underlined, speak in his own language. Speak with other tongues, speak in his own language. Speak with other tongues, speak in his own language. These two verses are a great comparison, and when you under, underline those words, it makes it clear. Tongues are languages, understood languages, not languages no one understands. No, someone somewhere understands them because they are languages of the world. These are world languages that are spoken somewhere by someone. Listen, when you put these verses side by side and look at them, you can't miss it. In every instance in your Bible, I reiterate, I know I've said it already, but I'll say it again. In every instance in your Bible, the word tongue is either the physical tongue in your mouth or a world language. Every place, every place in the Bible. And with a little study, you'll also discover that it is either a known world language, because the speaker and the hearer both speak it, or it's an unknown world language, because the hearer doesn't understand the speaker. This is not rocket surgery. God is not the author of confusion, but rather the author of clarity. God will not leave you and your family in a state of bewilderment. He'll never do that to you. He'll never leave you in a state of bafflement perplexity or or puzzlement speak with other tongues verse 4 speak in his own language verse 6 so what are tongues languages the scriptures tell us this when we simply compare them we do not call this truth time radio just for the fun of it we mean business doesn't mean we always get it right but that's indeed our truest intention we are here to shine a light on Bible truth. And speaking of not always getting it right, that's why we welcome your call. That's why we pay for your call. It's a toll-free line. 1-888-988-9562. Let me repeat that. 1-888-988-9562. We are open for correction, but it must be done with an open King James Bible. Don't come at us with any nonsense. We don't have the time. We are receiving emails, letters are coming in, and we simply don't have the time. But we could be mistaken. If we are, show us our error with the Scripture. We're here to compare Scripture with Scripture, allowing God to teach us through His Word. We do not rely on pulpit magicians, headquarters, or man-centered commentary. Okay, that's just about going to do it for us. We're running out of time here today, but um, we've got more truth to uncover in our part two of this Speaking in Tongues series. Today, with all of these references, we have established that the word tongues and earthly languages are actually interchangeable. Understanding that gets rid of the confusion. 
So we've laid a right foundation, a right foundation to build upon. And on our next study, we'll move on over to the book of Corinthians and find out what Paul meant when he taught the Corinthians about speaking in tongues. For instance, what did he mean in 1 Corinthians 13 when he said, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels. Isn't that a heavenly language? Well, we'll find out on the next Truth Time radio program. And until then, remember, you only get two educations. The one you're given and the one you give yourself. Out on the street, I was talking to a man. He said so much, but there's nothing mind that I don't understand. You shouldn't worry, I said that ain't no crime. This is Truth Time Radio, providing Bible answers in a clear way for all to understand. Bible questions? Email us from our website, truthtimeradio.com.